When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello! What's up there, Kiss Army? This is Stephen Michael from the Growing Up Rock Podcast. When I'm not texting insults back and forth with Tom and Zeus and I need a little something to pick me up, I turn on and turn up the Shout It Out Loud cast because I can't sleep at night without knowing how Paul Stanley came up with those clever lyrics to Love Gun. Now, crank it up. What's up there, Kisami? He's Tom. I'm Zeus. We're doing another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, this is episode 62. We're calling this one All for the Glory 2 Non-Makeup Madness Tournament. 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 Um, Tom, how are you? Fuck the coronavirus Everybody is canceled except for us. You can always count on Shout It Out Loudcast. We will never cancel. Now, that being said, by the time you hear this, we may all be dead, but that's okay. But we're here. We're here. You can always count on us, baby. Yeah, we're taping on a Thursday. Uh, The stock market just dropped. (laughs) The the NBA season's canceled. The NHL season's canceled. Uh, high school sports are canceled. Colleges are canceled. Um, yeah. And uh, we're the kiss, ready to. The yeah. KISS tour is canceled. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're ready to talk about KISS on a podcast. That's right. It's uh, yeah, th- there's a lot going on here. So, I mean, you know, we're going to we're going to we're going to do what we always do, which is talk about KISS and all the fun stuff that we talk about. But, you know, by the time you guys hear this on Saturday, who knows what will have been canceled by then. So, you know. We do have to be a little topical here, but uh, Kiss is topical. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're going to talk about Kiss, uh, elements of Kiss, and uh, other things of Kiss. We talk about physics, pro- <laughs> properties of physics. In physics, well, we we, uh, we talk about physics, uh, properties of physics. So, so it's sort of social. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Demented and sad. Um. So, uh. Other than this coronavirus taking over the world, 
Um, what's going on in, uh, actually, before we get into Kiss World, what's going on in Shout It Out Loud Cast World? We had an episode last week where we did the trivia, and Thomas told me, we're not fucking doing trivia ever again. So... <laughs> Oh, trivia. Zeus thinks it's fixed. He thinks Murph is my ex-roommate, so he's picking fucking questions for me. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying he's picking questions for you. All I said is, take the cards out of the game and just read them in order. But Murph has to throw in, and he also had to check certain questions to say, well, I'm not going to ask that question. I'm not going to ask that question. I'm not going to ask this question. And then he would throw in some moments, like... Don't start putting the human element into it. Just take the cards and read them automatically. If that, the cards suck, then I can bitch about the fucking bad luck, but not about your selection of the cards. See my point? Yeah, that That's being, all I was saying. Yeah, that being said, it still came down to me beating you 20 to 19, <laughs> so it's not like I beat you 20 to 1. No, but the, <laughs> the thing that I know. the one part that got me was the trick question of how the fuck does Ace have less money than... I mean, it's not that Peter has more money because, you know, Peter isn't sitting on a pot of gold. It's how the fuck are you ace making less money than Peter Chris? No, it's not touring for 15 years because he's putting out albums every other year. Okay, you want to to tell you why? No, but I'm just saying that proves what a fuck up he is. No, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Right. Nobody's buying his album. Uh, He's selling out Medford Town Hall for his concerts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he spends all his money. He's a fucking bozo. That's why. <laughs> and his girlfriend spent all his money and needs to pay her back because, yeah. you know. Sooner or, la- sooner or later, there's going to be a GoFundMe for Ace himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking broke. He donate fucking a buck. Yeah. And it's like, which one is worse? Yeah. Dude, like the fact. But anyways, so I felt that that was a trick question. And then huh. the next one was followed up with. Okay, who has more Twitter followers? When me and you both, and like, so that's not a card question. Right. That's right. a Murph question. Me and you both know that Peter Chris doesn't even have Twitter. So Ace, I'm sure he doesn't run it. Why the fuck you put? Why the fuck do you send this? How uh, do I? How do I update my MySpace page? Hey, Rachel, I order me some foil fish. I think. Uh, who's the drummer in Kiss right now? Eric Singer. Um, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing, but it is his page. No, That's know, why I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I so know. when he puts the human element and takes away the like other stuff, the you know, the computer or the random stuff, that's why I got annoyed. But that was fun. Um, we got a lot of feedback, and uh, you know, amongst the things we did though, was a, one of the good questions on there, and I got it wrong. Was the highest charting single between Forever and Beth. And we posted that. Now, here comes rant time. Yep. Fucking Facebook. So they got rid of the post for polls. We can't do polls anymore. Our polls were quite popular on Facebook. We got hundreds and hundreds of poll um, selections every time we posted them. And we posted them twice a week. Somewhere along the line, either they did an update or an upgrade, and we don't know. We don't have it. So when we go to our, you know, status, you want to put in a, uh, you know, what you're doing on Facebook, whether you're fucking twiddling your thumbs or you want to put a poll, 
the selection to pick a poll is gone. It's not there anymore. So what we did, and we started our Shout It Out Loudcasters group, because you can do a group poll in a group. So we did the Shout It Out Loudcasters group. That thing is growing rather quickly. Uh, and it's taken over my Facebook feed, but it's a lot of fun. And however, there is a method to do polls on there. We tried it. And instead of grabbing, you know, hundreds and hundreds, we grabbed maybe a hundred. Um, I don't know if you guys didn't like it. I, I mean, Twitter tripled that. And it's usually the opposite. Yeah, so, the fi- so yeah, yeah, it's not working. No, the so the Facebook poll format that we used to do that we don't have access to anymore, it was a very eye-catching format. It allowed you to do two options and allowed you to do a picture. So, for example, the poll on Monday was uh, – uh, it, it was it was in a reference to what Zoo said about what song charted higher, Beth or Forever. And our question was, which song do you like better, Beth or Forever? So normally the old format on Facebook, we would have put a, we would have put a picture of just the Destroyer album cover – and a picture of the Hot in the Shade album cover. It's very eye-catching as you're scrolling through your timeline. Now, the new poll format that's available in the Facebook group that we have, it's fucking garbage. It's a, it's a long-winded question. It just gives you options to click on. It shows who votes. It doesn't, it's not graphic. It's not colorful. It's not eye-catching. And we shared it to all the groups like we always do, and we got like maybe 100 votes. So clearly, the format is what catches people eye, people's eyes. So that's a big rant. That's a big pain in the ass for us because we, like Zeus said, there would be polls depending on the question. I mean, I remember last summer, I think it was last summer or last fall, we got a poll question. It was something about Gene. We got over 1,000 votes. I mean, that is unbelievable. Yeah, and, and these polls are up for like, a you know, two, three days. They're not up right. for weeks. They're up yep. for a couple of days. So that was tremendous. So if there's anybody that's out there, and knows Facebook and knows her way for us to get the old style polls back. Please let us know. You can always catch us online. You can always email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Give us a heads up. But until that is, you know, a way uh, for us to post polls, we're probably going to stick to Twitter polls for now. Yep. So, and that includes today's episode, which is a shame because we were excited to put today's episode on facebook polls now if somebody can figure this stuff out by time we post next monday um let us know we're posting this we're recording thursday this will be going live on saturday so give us a heads up if you do know how to fix the old style facebook polls now that the tech boring conversation is gone um what's going on in kiss world Okay, so obviously we're recording on Thursday, uh, March 12th, and obviously everybody knows it's absolute fucking mayhem with the coronavirus. Uh, pretty much Earth <laughs> is Earth is canceled. Life is canceled. No sports, no fucking nothing. And the week, or I think it was last week, right after we recorded, I believe that they announced that Kiss meet and greets were canceled. And we're like, oh shit, that's a big deal. Well, today, the rumors started late last night and this morning. Um Kisses um, uh, the rest of this American leg of the tour has been postponed and rescheduled, not canceled. Uh, this is from Kiss's official social media. 
The final three shows of the spring leg of the Kiss End of the Road Tour are being rescheduled out of an abundance of caution. Tulsa, Oklahoma will now be Sunday, October 4th. Biloxi, Mississippi will now be Tuesday, October 6th. And uh, the Lafayette, Louisiana will now be Wednesday, October 7th. Tickets will be honored at the new date. The band looks forward to seeing the fans soon. Look, we're not going to get, this isn't going to turn into a coronavirus episode here, but the one thing I will say, based on everything we're hearing, close quarters, large groups inside, not a good idea. Plus, Paul and Gene, the band is not young. The band is old. They fall into the group of people that are vulnerable. You say what you want to their fans, Tom. That's true, too. You say what you want. Um, Everybody has their own opinions on what's going on. And, I mean, I think it's the right thing to do. I don't think it hurts. Um, I'm happy that they're rescheduling and not outright canceling uh, like they did in Australia when Paul was sick. And like we said, let's not forget, Paul was just very ill a few weeks ago. So it is the smart thing to do. It sucks for Kiss fans. Um, We have some uh, loyal Facebook followers who were very excited about the Oklahoma show tonight. Uh, You know, they're obviously disappointed, but, you know, they got a couple more months of excitement to see that show in the fall. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, before they canceled their shows, they did something new. What did they do? They changed up the set list again. And thank God we saw them when they did, because we got to hear tears of fallen, which was, eh, we got to see parasite, which was terrific. So we mentioned that they have taken crazy nights out of the encore, put, do you love me back in, but they now have taken tears of fallen in parasite out. They've put Let Me Go Rock and Roll back in and Hide Your Heart back in. Now, this is as of, the you know, I think the most recent set list. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is a um, a band thing or if this is, I mean, I don't know. It's weird because they had Hide Your Heart at the very, very beginning back in 2019. They took it out. Now it's back in. It's a Paul song. They've taken out Parasite, which is a Gene song. So I, I, I'm not really sure what the band is thinking here with the set list. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, you know, would it kill them to put two different songs back in? Um, right. I think everything else is choreographed so much. Yeah. And that in the show, between the lighting, the fireworks and everything else, those are the two couple songs they can change in every set list. Then put another couple songs that you can rotate in every fucking 20 tour dates. You know, yeah. put pick two new ones, you know, one non makeup and one makeup. Yeah, I don't know if it I don't know if it's if it's feedback or if they're gauging the, the crowd, maybe the crowd. I mean, the crowd seems to love this. We said before, I love the song Tears of Fallen. I, I thought it was kind of a mess being performed live. Um, I know Let Me Go Rock and Roll is a fan favorite. Tommy Thayer sounds terrific in that. I'm not a huge fan of the studio version, but live. It's a fun song. Parasite. I absolutely love. And I thought that was great. So I don't know, maybe they're just making their own decisions. I, I'm not, I don't know, but it's interesting. And like Zeus said, mi- mix up some other stuff. If you can mix that up, mix up something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you want to so, talk, you want to talk about some funny news this week? Well, of course, you know, when this stuff comes out, Mr. Cheap shot artist himself, Mr. <laughs> Stewart comes out. And of course, the first thing he says, Oh, <laughs>, laughs at his own jokes like an idiot. Um, comes out and says, well, you know, this, if Kiss is canceling and Gene's giving up money, ha, 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 ha. hey, we can joke about Gene giving up money. You can't 
because we say it from a good place. You are not saying it from a good place. You are saying it to insult them. So yep. fuck you when you do that shit. Yeah. Okay. And then what does he do again? Earlier this afternoon, I saw him put in something else again and said, well, they canceled the show before early enough. Why they canceled tonight's show at the last minute? A lot of people are upset about it. Meanwhile, he's complaining about people like they should they should cancel these shows. Yep. But he has to take the shot as though Kiss themselves did something nefarious about yep. that to get people upset with them that the show got canceled very late. Look, how about, it, how about the stadium or the promoters, the ones that call in the shots on those late? Look, th- this is this is not as bad. You want to talk about like a nefarious move? We're from Boston. Nefarious is when it's pouring rain out and the Red Sox don't cancel the game because they want everybody inside Fenway Park to spend money on food, beer, and concessions. And then right before the game, that rain delay, game canceled. <laughs> That's nefarious. Yeah, because they own a lot of the parking lots too, and everybody Ex- paid for the parking and all exactly. that other shit. People got the beer and wine right. and right. peanuts and yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Yeah, your buddy Jeremy Jacobs pulls that <laughs> shit at the garden. Don't do that shit. They can't. It's a hockey game. They can't <laughs> no, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm just saying, it's just, he's got to take his cheap shots constantly at Kiss. Anything he wants to complain about all this stuff, he singles out Kiss. Yeah, it's brutal. About everything. And, you know, when it comes to his buddies that come on his show, no, doesn't apply to them. Doesn't do that stuff, but it's always got to be a Paul and Gene or his other favorite target, Ozzy. Um, you know, <laughs> people that just don't like him. Yep. And in addition to that, our one of our favorite new uh, Twitter followers. Go ahead. Must be a follower of the show, Tom. Yeah the uh, the obvious parody account known as Stuart Trunk. <laughs> Uh, who to the, to this day it's been it's, it's been a couple months. We're still trying to we're still trying to get confirmation as to who's behind this. I don't know. Maybe once it gets shut down, somebody will uh, come out and admit it. But one one of you guys, yeah. But apparently, <laughs> we post we 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 uh, re, we retweeted because we as a show we follow Stuart because you have to. So we retweeted Stuart the the Stuart Trunk Twitter page. Apparently, the real Eddie Trunk blocked <laughs> Stuart Trunk. The funniest fucking thing I've ever seen, because Zeus and I were talking. All we can think of was, like, Eddie Trunk looking through his Twitter feed and being like, who the fuck is it? Somebody's making fun of me? They call me Stuart? What is this? <laughs> I go to, I'm opening up that, that Twitter account, right? Go Yeah. <laughs> On February 6th. Stuart Trunk. So this is probably fucking Eddie Trunk looking through this account. He's yeah. he's Stuart Trunk post crappy bands black t-shirt check cargo shorts check mandals check name to name drop check self promotion check rinse repeat for five days stump the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah, oh and, god. And then so he put on someone named Eddie Trunk is a bit sensitive. No, it's not Paul Stanley or Sharon Osborne, but 
must have tried to spell Sharon Osbourne. Perhaps I it, I will make it up to him by buying a copy of his crappy book about crappy bands. Nah, a new pair of mandals will make him happy. Don't worry, I will still continue. Now, I just find this fucking hilarious. It's amazing. Like, we, me and you, like, we go at him on Twitter. We'll oh, yeah. comment back and forth. Say that, oh, yeah, nice cheap shot. Or, From our personal page. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or shout out Loudcast. Oh, yep. of course you're going after Paul because you're so sensitive. Or this. That. Yep. I mean, obviously, Eddie Trunk, uh, I mean, Stuart Trunk here is a, a fan of the show because a lot of this stuff came from our shit. Right, right. Um, I think we baptized him Stuart Trunk. Uh, but regardless, uh, you know, Eddie Trunk does not block people that criticize him. No. He doesn't block that. But he blocks Stuart Trunk, Stuart. which is the picture <laughs> that one of uh, – he must have taken it from our page because one of our listeners put, posted that picture, and I stole that picture. That's yeah, the it's... one of the, the – the profile picture of Stuart from Beavis and Butthead yep. with the Ace Frehley T-shirt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then some, and then somebody updated it even more and took the Beavis and Butthead Stuart picture and put Eddie's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so can you imagine his day going? Okay, okay, flipping through, and all of a sudden. What the fuck is this? What is this about Mandels? What is this about cargo shorts and crappy bands? What the fuck? <laughs> he blocked them. Blocked. But you know what's funny? You, you know what's funny? I I, I wish I, I would. I wonder. I would love to know if I wish he would comment on it. I know he won't because he doesn't want to bring attention to it. But I wish he I would like. Smart, I wish man. he would say something about it. Like ignore. Be like, oh, oh yeah, some fucking guy thinks I'm Stewart from uh, Beavis and Butthead. Like. <laughs> The winger shirt. You know why he would never say that? Because every fucking band that he blows out there would be like, "Yeah, you're right. You are kind of like Stewart. <laughs> yeah, like a, a nerdy guy that we let you hang out with rocks. Like you want to be a rock guy, but you're like weak. You're a poser, <laughs> right? Weak. <laughs> you weak, weak man. What's that, bro? That's a uh, that's that's a uh, Kramer. No, I'm sorry. That's Newman. That's Newman. Oh, you weak, weak man. Oh, you weak, weak man. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's fucking funny. I feel bad somewhat. But then you're like, how, fuck him. How the fuck are you feeling bad for this guy? I'm just saying, like, he, he but he does. He brings it on himself constantly. And it's not constantly. And it's not just us. It's not, it's not just us. If you go, if you look at his tweets and you go, cause I always check the comments. There's a ton of people out there that are like, dude, beating a dead horse. You're a one trick pony enough. We get it. You know? Yeah. And, and then, then there's the others. Oh, kiss. They haven't had, they haven't been decent since ace left. Oh, kiss. Yeah. And I saw another comment who's like, oh, if you can't respect the fact that he's a, you know, hard rock, but I'm like, dude, uh, what is this here? Is that Eddie's trunks? Dad commenting? Relax. You know, that's his burner account. <laughs> he pricks probably. He probably, yeah. <laughs> he probably does. Oh, and then God. my favorite is if you look on that page, every once in a while, somebody will comment on it and be like, Well, you know, he signed Ace Fraley to Megan Force. <laughs> 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 and 
And I said this before. People don't may not know this, but just a quick thing on Ace and I, our history. The first time Ace became a solo artist, I got him his record deal. I signed him to his record deal. Megaforce Records, 87, right? He must drop that fucking constantly. But what's worse, you and you pointed this out a couple of times, too. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It's always I, 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 me, me, me. Yep. It's amazing. It doesn't matter what the subject is. So-and-so died. Well, I had met his hairdresser five years ago. Yeah, it's it's and it's always it's funny because uh you know I was at a ball game once and uh, his name got mentioned in this conversation. It's uh, funny because at one time I was bitching about my airline. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh well. Anyways, rest in peace, Stuart Trunk. But actually, he's not dead. Apparently, I don't think it's it, the Twitter feed looks like it's still active. I don't know, but oh, good stuff. So, what else we got? That's it. That's it. All right. So before we get to tonight's topic. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Uh, Let's take a break. I'm going to get a uh, coronavirus uh, on the rocks with a twist of Lyme disease. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. 
Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. And we're back. Oh, time to call out the doctor after that one. Woo! God, I got the meat sweats now. Woo! <laughs> All right, what do we got, Zeus? Talk to me, you silly little freak. Talk to me, you silly little freak. All right, so this uh, episode is about the non-makeup madness tournament. Yeah. What is that? Well, this is the sequel to the makeup madness tournament we did last year. Kind of like the uh, March Madness bracket of 64 teams. Instead, it's 64 Kiss songs. Last year, it was only makeup songs. This year, we're doing non-makeup songs. Oh, and by uh, the way, if if I can interrupt real quick. By the way, this is going to be the only bracket you're able to fill out. Because every other fucking tournament has been canceled. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, we're keeping uh, your entertainment value uh, going here with this bracket because uh, all other sports have been canceled. So we've got 64 songs that we've selected and we put them in a tournament style bracket. And um, we've ranked these. There's four divisions. What are the name of the four uh, conferences there? Tom? So the so the four brackets this year. Bracket, thank you. The four brackets this year. We have an Eric Carr bracket, a Bruce Kulick bracket, an Eric Singer bracket, and a Vinnie Vincent bracket. Sorry, Mark St. John, if we do an NIT tournament, you can be in there, but you didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We should take the songs that didn't make it and call it the Mark St. John tournament and see which one wins the shit songs. That's offensive. Rest in peace, Mark St. John. God bless you, buddy. God bless you, babe. Say a prayer. Yeah, wish you luck in the future. All right, see you later. <laughs> okay, see you later, fruitcake. Okay, bye. Um, so, let's see. Now we are coming up with why how did we come up with these songs? So, me and Tom picked these songs based upon what we believe are the most popular songs, not what are our favorite songs right they're they're not our favorite you know top 64 songs they're what we believe are the most popular songs that's how we rank them how did we rank them like that well we took out things like are these guys are these songs uh concert staples are these songs during the 80s or there are videos for these songs were these guy were these songs singles and then also you know which songs are still Liked and played That's how we came up with it You guys will definitely have stuff to argue about But we think we were pretty Pretty <clears throat> on the ball with these selections Yep um, Now this and this, the, yeah, and the, these, this bracket for, for, for anybody that's a, that's a new listener um, And we're, we're Unbelievably grateful um, That our following On social media has grown exponentially Since the Makeup Madness tournament of 2019 um, you know, th- this, this bracket encompasses, like Zeus said, 64 non makeup songs. This bracket's going to be a little bit different because as everybody knows, a lot of the sweet spot for kiss is their makeup era. There's going to be a lot of matchups here that diehards are going to love. They're going to be like, holy shit. These two songs. I love these. I don't know which one to pick. 
then maybe Kiss fans that look at these brackets and was like, I'm not 100% familiar with these songs, but you know what? Maybe that'll encourage you to go check them out and realize how good they are. Um, so this is going to be a really interesting Kiss fan tournament. Absolutely. A lot of deep cuts because, you know, at most, most of these albums had three singles or three videos, but you know, most of them are not played nowadays in concerts. So did any of these songs make compilations? Are they played in concerts or their videos? Are they singles? These are the ways we came up with the rankings. Okay. So the other part, how are we going to do this? Well, we're going to post the bracket up. We would like you guys. We would like to talk to you. (laughs) I don't know why it just sounded like Bill Cosby there. Um, I would like to talk to you. About some of the things that you do in your show. Yeah. So we would like you to print up the brackets, put in your selections like you guys did last year, and email them to us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com or upload them to Twitter and post them and tag us. Our uh, what's our what's our um the, the hashtag Twitter. for this the, the hat well our tw- our Twitter is uh, shouted out loudcast but if you put us on Twitter do the hashtag non makeup madness yeah we're gonna we're, when when, we, when this episode drop by the time you hear this episode we will have shared you'll see the bracket do we want to do I'm just you know and this is organic again do we want to do kiss non makeup madness or non makeup madness uh, we could we could add kiss to it. Yeah, so let's call it Kiss Non Makeup Madness. Okay, uh, we don't have to put tournament in there. So no, 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 no. For the hashtag, yeah, and then we will see that. I would like you guys to print up. We'll print it up too and see. But keep track of your scoring. Same rules that apply to all March Madness tournaments apply on how we're going to score these. So, for instance, in the first round, if your team uh, song that you selected wins, that selection will get one point. In the second round, if that selection is correct, you'll get two, three, four, and five. Yep. And then you pick the winner. The winner, obviously, is what? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six yep. points for the winner if you pick the winner? Yep, I think so, yes. Or I don't know if we pick more for the winner, like make a 10 or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll um, figure that out. Yeah. We'll we'll put up the the way that these things are uh, pointed, uh, the, the way the points are allotted. But we want you to post them, put them on social media, tag us, get this out there. Now, obviously, we're doing this for fun. This isn't a million-dollar giveaway. This isn't a, you're going to get a free fucking car. However— but, Yes, uh, we've teamed up with our good friend Ed Spangenberg uh, over at Click T Shop K L I C K T E E S H O P dot com Click T Shop dot com, and Eddie's going to come up with a prize for the winner. Uh, if you know Ed in his shop, you know he does awesome things. He's got a brand new item that will be out and released this week, I believe, Tom. You want to talk about it? Yep. It's an unbelievable. We, I think we shared it on our social media. 
Uh, it is based on Animal Eyes. I think specifically it's based off of Lonely is the Hunter. It is a picture side profile of Eric Carr drumming. And it has, uh, it says Eric, and it has some animal prints on it from the Animal Eyes era cover. Uh, it's just, a, I mean, if you're a, a, an Eric Carr fan and a fan of that era, uh, it is one of Ed's uh, most dynamic um, graphics, uh, one of his coolest T-shirts. So th- keep an eye on that. Um, and like Zeus said, uh, we're so happy and proud to team up with Ed because Ed sells amazing products of his own, not to mention some Shout Out Loudcast stuff. So uh, you know, fill out these brackets like you would for a tournament. Like we said, there is no tournament. These is pretty much the only brackets you're going to be able to fill out. So have exactly. at it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. The winner will be picked and then that winner will get a, a prize from Ed. Yep. The other part I want to make a point to is once this tournament starts, which I believe will be Monday. Correct. Monday, March 16th. The, before the first picks our polls are posted. We need your picks. Yep. So you need to get this thing out right away. We'll probably put, we'll probably put probably Monday, the 16th, probably put the first, the first brackets will probably start maybe around like nine, 10 AM Eastern time, give or take maybe. Yeah. But we will put these brackets out before this episode hits you guys on Saturday. Yeah. We might put the, we might put this out tomorrow afternoon. Um, so try to get it done this weekend. Try to get him filled out, and uh, we'll see who the winner is going to be. Yep. Um, I, we look forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Last year's winner, um, I forget the amount of points he got. Now I forget who the hell it was, too. Do you remember his name? I wish. You know what? Shame on us for not marking that down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Sh- if, if you re- if you remember who, if you're still listening, and I hope you are. Uh, let us know. But last year it was Detroit Rock City beating Deuce in the championship round. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like most of these tournaments, it, you know, it's usually the number one or number two seeds that rise to the top. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the same thing here. But you never know. You never know with Kiss fans. Exactly. And what was fun about last year was that, you know, we came out of nowhere. And that's right around the time that, you know, we kind of grew the podcast, right? Yeah. We yeah. were growing right there, and um, it just turned out to be one of the biggest thing that uh, you know that helped grow the podcast. This tournament, yep, it was it was awesome, a lot of fun, and uh, we're excited for this one too. I think you're going to see a lot of diehard Kiss fans jumping into this one. So, we want to start kind of breaking down the brackets and kind of looking at what we got for seating. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um. So what we have. First is the Eric Carr bracket. Yep. Number one seed, Unholy versus Radar for Love. Woo. Last, wow. last year, we almost had in the first round the 16 seed beat out number one rock and roll all night. It, it was, un- and I think that was a fatigue factor. Um, I believe the song was something off of a solo album, maybe a Paul song. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's going to happen this year on this one, but who you never know. Uh, maybe if Sonny Pooney creates a bunch of fake Twitter burner accounts and votes for Radar for Love, it'll win. I I was going to say, I bet you that Sonny is going to be like, how the hell could you put Radar for Love as a 16? It almost didn't make it. Um, <laughs> exactly. Which, which, before we go further, I, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. We should, probably should do that. 
Go ahead. I wrote a list down. So basically, on these album tracks and selections we picked from, they're from the Lick It Up, Animalize, Asylum, Crazy Nights, Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits, Hot in the Shade, Revenge, Carnival of Souls, and one song from the box set. Yep. Or on this. Yep. So nine songs in Lick It Up made it, except for Give Me More. We had to cut this to 64. So some songs weren't we didn't put in. Yep. Animalize, six made it. Lonely is the hunter, while the city sleeps in murder and high heels did not. I like all three of those just for the record. So yell at Zeus. I like Lonely is the Hunter. Um eight for Asylum. I'm alive and Love's a Deadly Weapon did not. Brutal. Crazy Nights, all eleven went in. That's gonna give us a lot of shit. But- I disagreed with that just for the record. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've heard way too many people that Crazy Nights is a very sentimental, like a lot of uh, favorites and deep cuts and yep. uh, sleepers uh, talked about Crazy Nights. It won Chris Jericho's favorite too. Yep. He loves to talk about that album. Okay. So a wink to him over there. Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits. The two songs made it, obviously, because they were both singles and uh, videos. Hot in the Shade, 11 made it, four didn't. Betrayed, Prisoner of Love, Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell, and Boomerang did not. That was a tough one. I like all those except for Boomerang. Yeah. Revenge, 10 made it, 2 did not. Tough Love and Car Jam 1981 did not. Yep. Okay. Carnival of Souls, 7 made it, 6 did not. Uh, Rain, Childhood's End, In My Head, It Never Goes Away. Seduction of the Innocent and In the Mirror did not. Um, I like In My Head and I like Childhood's End and Seduction of the Innocent. I like the Gene songs on that album. Okay. And then the box set, um, we did put in uh, Time Traveler, but we kept out the uh, Little Caesar um, kind of song, Ain't That Peculiar. We didn't put that in. Right, because it is pretty much Little Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's all the songs that made it and didn't make it. So right. let's go back to the Eric Carr bracket. We went unholy is the number one. I think let's just be honest, that had to be a number one, don't you think? Oh, it's my it's probably my favorite non makeup song yeah. in the whole in the whole non makeup era. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So going down the list, do you want to go in order of the one and two, or do you want to skip and just go down the order? Uh, we can talk about matchups or we can just talk about the songs one through 16. You, you go, we, we, so the first matchup we did one through 16, unholy and radar for love. Yeah. So if if we continue with that trend, then the, then the next matchup would be the, uh, that we'll do the number two. Yeah. Number two versus number 15, number two forever versus number 15 paralyzed off of revenge. Yeah. Um, three in 14 domino versus the aforementioned time traveler. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, th- 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 these, these, this is going to be interesting because I really think the non makeup era is much, much more polarizing amongst fans than the, than the makeup era. I think everybody has a little niche that they like in that non makeup era. Yep. Um, yep. So af- after that, we got number four, turn on the night versus number 13. No, no, no. A crazy night showdown right there. Yeah. I like those songs. Me too. Five, a million to one, hell or a high water. Come hell, love or high both water. of those songs too. Exactly. Yep. Um, 
Then we got number, number six. Go ahead. Then we got number six, Not for the Innocent versus number 11, Trial by Fire. I love both of those songs. Yeah. Sonny's going to stuff the ballot box for Trial by Fire. Um, seven, You Make Me Rock Hard, Tom, versus Ugh. Little Caesar, the Eric Carr song. Could be a sleeper there at number 10. Could be a sleeper. Uh, after that, we have. Uh, an animalized matchup at number eight thrills in the night with get all you can take at number nine. Yeah. So those are the songs off the Eric Carr bracket. I mean, let's be honest. I think unholy is going to come out of this one. Any in uh, my sleeper to come out of this one might be, if I'm looking at this, um, maybe a million to one at a number five seed. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's all going to like, if you look at the number one and the number two, I think it's going to depend on, are you a gene fan? Are you a Paul fan? What mood are you in? Um, But you're right. If you're looking at a deep, a, 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 a sleeper pick, I think a million to one could do some damage. Um, To me, I think it's between those. I think, uh, turn on the night i love so do that, i it's going to be an interesting bracket so I do i so do i i think that's why we make these brackets the way they are um I, it's going to be a good one so what do we got next we're going to move to the next bracket all right so let's go down to eric singer okay number one lick it up versus the street giveth and the street taketh away well there's a 16 c that's getting my vote because <laughs> i love that song and i um, fucking hate lick it up Tom um, was petitioning to get that song in. I didn't want the song even in the fucking tournament. Oh, I love Hot in the Shade. So Tom got Street Giveth in there. Now, and then, and then we number got, two. Then we got uh, number two, Reason to Live, verse number 15, and On the Eighth Day. It's another one. What are you in the mood for? Are you in the mood for a ballad? Are you in the mood for some gene shit? Off of Lick It Up. <laughs> Some gene shit. Oh, here we go. Uh, Here's a good one. Go ahead. Yeah. Three. Let's put the X in sex versus number 14. Read my body. Battle of, of the bad lyrics. Two of the cheesiest, most embarrassing kiss songs ever. How I look at that matchup is cheesy lyrics done right. Let's put the X in sex. Yep. Cheesy lyrics done wrong. Read my body. That's a, that's actually a very good analysis. That's a good right? way to look at it. There's yep, a fine yep. line yep. between Paul's writing of getting a let's put the X in sex and a read my body. Well, speaking of that, the next matchup has uh, the little another another Paul double entendre showdown. Number four, rise to it versus number 13, bang, bang, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. I love Man. it. I love it. I love it. Stupid. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Number five, all hell's breaking loose versus number 12, Heart of Chrome. Two fucking awesome songs with both a Vinny connection. Yeah, it's going to be that Heart of Chrome could, I mean, I know all hell's breaking loose is, it's probably going to win. It's got the video, it's got the hit behind it, but Heart of Chrome is a great deep cut. Uh, then we got, oh, what a fucking matchup right here. Oh, this could be my favorite matchup in the whole tournament. Number six, Young and Wasted versus number 11, Burn, Bitch, Burn. And a Gene 
showdown masterpiece right there. Zeus is laughing so badly right now. <laughs> oh God, that is just. Oh, I don't know how you could describe it other than what the fuck Gene songs up against another. Uh, what the fuck Gene song? Two of my favorites. Oh, number seven. I've had enough into the fire versus thief in the night. Number 10. Woo. Good matchup. Good matchup. Then we finish off that bracket with a, a, a pretty interesting one. We all number eight from carnival of souls. We got master and slave verse number nine, secretly cruel. A little S and M battle there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good, right? good point. Good matchup there. I like that one. So Tomas, um, I love lick it up. I can see lick it up getting killed with fatigue factor yep. and not making it. I would still put it as my odds on favorite. My sleeper coming out of that would be, um, let's put the X in sex. Maybe. So like Zeus said at the beginning, these brackets and the seedings are based on what we feel is like general overall kiss popularity. Okay. That being said, I would not be surprised if number five, all hell's breaking loose comes out of this bracket because there's a little bit of fatigue factor, but it's such an amazing song. Um, I know, I know the, you know, the hits tend to rise to the top in these polls, but lick it up just has a horrible fatigue factor. And I just don't think reason to live as popular is. I just don't think that has a strength to carry it through the end of the bracket, but we shall certainly see. Yeah. And so let's, you know, you got the two number ones there. If it turn out Eric Carr's at number one versus Eric Singer, it'd be Lick It Up versus Unholy. Oh, what a battle that would yep. be. Oh, that's, that's, Anyways. Yep. Go ahead. Let's go to top right. Bruce Kulik battle. Yep. Number one versus number 16. Tears Are Falling versus number 16. I confess. I love both of those songs. I love, I'm on record as saying I'm a huge carnival of souls fan. That's, that's one for me. That's one of those, like what mood am I in? I, I, I mean, obviously I'd be shocked if tears of fall doesn't cruise to that one, but you never know. Um, Tear, then, yeah. Tears is sentimental favorite for me. And that solo. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. One, and one I of love his, how Bruce is greatest. I, me and you did these. We did not have, okay, this will go in this bracket or this will go in this guy's bracket. This will, we just did these. And then just threw them in randomly after yep. we picked where the rankings are. Yeah. And it just, I love that this ended up as a Bruce bracket tears are falling. Yeah. Number two to you. So number two, hide your heart versus number 15. When your walls come down. I love both of those songs, but it's going to be pretty hard to knock off. Hide your heart there. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Three God gave rock and roll to you and I'll fight hell to hold you. So God versus hell. Yeah, that that's also pretty much asking, like, would you rather be shot or stabbed? Because both of those songs are just ugh, yikes. I'm, I, I, I with you. I'm with you on that. But God versus hell. Let's see who wins. It's a that good one. Match. And then we got a good matchup off of revenge. I just want to versus most definitely <laughs> spit. Um, yeah, that's a revenge battle, of course. It'd be tough Th to see Spit rise to that one, but I, I love that song, but I just want to just iconic. Number five, uh, all night. And number 12, 
any way you slice it. Great asylum battle right there. Yeah, Sonny Pooney. Yeah, who are you going to pick there, bitch? <laughs> I mean, is that, was that really necessary? Yes, I always like to throw in a good bitch. Really but I need lo- Sonny to call Sonny a bitch. Yes, I love Sonny. Okay. All right. Then after that, we got a Carnival of Souls battle. Jungle at number six versus Hate at number 11. Ooh, Ooh that's that's going to be a... Yep. That's going to be, you know what? That that is very interesting. I'll be very interested to see who comes up on top on that. Me yep. and you had a difference of whether I thought hate should be number six, and jungle should be eleven. You thought jungle was the hit. I thought from, I think yeah, I think yeah. jungle is considered the bigger hit off of that album. Generally speaking, yeah, I do. Yeah, let's see what that turns out to be. Number seven, King of the Mountain versus the King of Hearts. I love how these randomly came up. And these, this, this truly was random, and we we were both like, "Holy shit, it's the king battle!" Yeah. And there's only one winner there, and it sure as hell ain't the king of the mountain. <laughs> no, take that and Sonny and get the fuck out of here. Oh, see, you just yelled at me for saying bitch. You just told me to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, but better than telling him he's a bitch. Yeah. All right, but Sonny, we love you, buddy. All right, then we got. Uh, th- this is such an easy pick, and I wish that Thou Shalt Not was higher. Because it's probably the second best Gene song ever made in the non-makeup era. But number eight, Under the Gun, verse number nine, Thou Shalt Not, off of Revenge. Oh, my God, do I love that song. Listen, let's hit the highway doing 69. That's the only good part of that song. <laughs> the only good. It's the only good part of that song. Oh, man. So what do you, what do you, what do you, how do you break down this analysis? They uh, digger, a, digger Phelps. How do you break yeah, down this bracket? I got Tears of Fallen is going to come out of here or hide your heart. And those are the two I think is going to come out on top. You yeah. You don't think any, you don't think anything else has a chance. You don't think I just want to maybe could, or I wish. Yeah. I think those two are going to get it. I think, yeah, I think tears are falling and hide your heart. The way they fell into that bracket. Those are two monsters. That's going to be tough to knock off. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's move down the line to the Vinny fucking Vincent. Uh, bracket. Ooh. Oh boy. Go ahead. Yeah. Number one, Heavens on Fire versus I Will Be There. Yeah, you, this isn't it because of you. The song is terrible. I that heard- should be that should be in the Mark St. John NIT tournament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard where too many people get like all like, oh, but that's Paul's song to his son. Well, then Paul should have wrote a better song to his song because that song sucks. It's not good. But yeah, but again, I thought more, uh, you know, fans would want to see that in there. Okay. But you're right. It should be in the Mark St. John tournament. Yeah. But I will be there. Oh. All right. And then we got number two, Crazy, Crazy Nights, versus number 15, a real, real dark horse. I Walk Alone, the Bruce Kulik tune. Love that song. Yeah. And Crazy Nights is just so such a lazy song. It is. Oh. Number three, Who Wants to Be Lonely? And number 14, Loves a Dick Slap in the Face. <laughs> um, go ahead. What do you got next? I, I, I love both of those songs, but ah, come on, let's be serious. Oh, this is this is a good matchup. Uh, although, is it? I don't know. You'll find out. Number four, take it off. Verse number thirteen, the Jericho special, dance all over your face. <laughs> yeah. 
That is the battle of the two dirtiest songs. And again, it's that fine line of clever, cheesy, sexual innuendos or the blatant fucking dance all over your face. Yep. Good stuff. songs. Yep. Um, All right. Number five. Every time I look at you and Cadillac Dreams, number 12. Fucking brutal. Oh, God. You hate that song. That, like that, 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 that should be in the Mark St. John at IT. No way. A lot of people like that song. I like that song. It's a Gene song singing about what he loves. Okay. All right. Money. Then we, oh, then here's a matchup right here. Oh, number six fits like a glove versus number 11, my way. Oh, I had a matchup. That's fits like a glove is going to kill that song. I love my way. My I way. Love- Sucks. <laughs> you and Jericho, the only ones who, who has to hear it without the fucking music. It's just Paul singing. No, I oh. love Fits Like a Glove. That's I love both of those songs. I that's that's a fun matchup. Listen oh. to that riff on Fits Like a Glove. I know. Go ahead. The next oh. matchup may be the best one in the entire tournament. Ooh. Silver Spoon number seven versus You Love Me to Hate You. A hot in the shade death battle. Yeah. Two of my all time favorite non makeup songs right there. Good matchup. Uh yeah, I I can't tell you how much I love those two songs. I know. It's gonna be a tough one. And then we close it out with number eight, Exciter. <laughs> versus the versus number nine, Good Girl Gone Bad. A <laughs> a unbelievably underrated gene song. Great Correct. song. Great song off Crazy Nights. Correct. Um, I look at this, and I've got a feeling that the number one song, Heaven's on Fire, is going to win. But the Dark Horse, and I'm saying Dark Horse for a reason, not Crazy Nights at two. Nope. At number three. I agree. Who wants to be lonely? A lot of people like that song. I was just going to say that I would not be surprised to see who wants to be lonely go all the way to um, to battle against Heavens on Fire. Yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, if you're looking at the brackets, you would probably be looking at a Heavens on Fire versus Take It Off battle, and that's when fatigue factor. How do people vote? Um, but I think all these brackets. I think all of them. I mean. You know, obviously the number it's just like the NCAA tournament. The, the number one brackets are number one for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, they're the best, most popular songs of that era. But um, so, uh, coming out on this side on the on the right, Tears of Fallen is going to end up going against he- Heaven's on Fire. That's how I see it. I I'm not 100 percent convinced Heaven's on Fire is going to make it all the way. I think Tears of Falling is going to be pretty hard to knock off. Like you said, it's an Asylum era Bruce song that solo carries it. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be interesting. So let's take a look at this for a second. Okay. And one of the things I want to stress, and I hope this doesn't happen is like last year, the predictable songs came out. Like people just look at the title. I know this and pick this. Yep. Please. I implore everybody, please. I don't want to see unholy versus lick it up versus tears are falling versus Heaven's on fire. Probably like, will. Come on, people. Give us something new. Give us some, you know, some upsets. Pick with your heart, not with your head. You know, maybe if you pick 
when you do your brackets, you can say, you know what? Unfortunately, I think Tears of Fallen is going to win. But my favorite is really fucking uh, Get All You Can Take. Great. Then pick Get All You Can Take all the way through on the polls. I think the, I think this tournament has higher chances of upsets because a lot of these matchups are deep cuts. When we did the Makeup Madness last year, almost that was a tough tournament to make to get down to 64 because i mean we, we, all all the songs were 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 kind of hits so like you look at some of these matchups like you look at a matchup like like say silver spoon versus you love me to hate you those are two unbelievably awesome songs but neither one of them are hits so you could have you love me to hate me as a number 10 could could easily advance and I think I think there's a chance at seeing a little bit more variety in this bracket because because of that, like a matchup like you know like you know I mean I know you were kind of making fun of, but a matchup like Young and Wasted versus Burn Bitch Burn, you know that's a six versus an eleven. Burn Bitch Burn has like that cult following because of the lyrics and the in the riff, you know you didn't really see a lot of upsets last year. You pretty much saw none. So a couple things I'd like to analyze here. Number one, last year. There was more of an, a chance that one of the big songs wouldn't make it because of fatigue. Yep. Rock and roll all night barely made it out of the first round and he almost lost. I think it lost in the second round. It did. Because people are fucking annoyed and sick of it. That's right. Okay. So that was interesting versus this year where there's not too much fatigue factor in all these songs. Uh, I would so, say, I would say Lick It Up and Heavens Are on Fire are the- probably. Are the biggest fatigue factor songs. Yeah. Yeah. That might get hurt because of the fatigue. Yep. Versus Tears Are Falling and Unholy. Unholy, I fear, is gonna win this thing. You know, basically because people think it's it's the most um it's the most gene demon like um you know, critic old school kiss critic fans, like hard, hard to uh, like like the new non-makeup kiss. Song that they can be like, yeah, I like Unholy. Yep, you'll find hard. You'll find it very hard and difficult for a '70s Kiss fan to be like, oh yeah, I love Tears of Falling. Right, you know what I mean? It's true. Versus they'll point out to Unholy, like that doesn't lose their street cred. Yep. If you're a '70s Kiss guy to say Unholy, that's right. Yep, so agreed. That's part of it too. Yep, you know. And I also fear one other aspect. Where I say this to our good buddy Jay Hook from uh, the Hook Rocks. Uh, Jay always puts his polls up, and then I started noticing. I think he got may got annoyed, but hey, how come only the, these songs? I swear, only get picked by what you have on top. People are lazy; they always pick the song at number one. So if you put in like um, a very well-known song as number ten, and then you put above it. A very unknown well song. So you put like lick it up as uh number 10, and then you put um I will be there as number one. People are gonna pick I will be there because it's number one and it's on up top. They might. There's a little you psychology I mean? there. There's a little I'm psychology you, there. And, and he was like, Oh, don't tell me that. Because I really feel that people pick the higher number and also the first option more than they'll pick the second one underneath. Well in the, me- the lower number. Well, maybe this year I won't put seed numbers next to the songs. 
Um, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. You have to. Yeah, I think you have to, right? You have to. No, I know. I'm kidding. That would be really interesting to see what would happen if we didn't put the pick, the seed number, yep. and put the top seed on the bottom. Yep. Could happen. You know what we do is a couple months from now, take each one of these picks and then later on put them in our song polls and see and what put happens. Them opposite and put, yeah. them, put them opposite end and see what the polls came out on that. Little psychology experiment. Yeah, could be. Yep, you're yeah. right. So, anything else that you want to discuss or strategy about the pit? The, the no, I just I'm, ex- I'm excited for this tournament. Maybe a little bit more than last year's, just because I think there's so much room for upsets and uh, low seed songs to advance. Um, last year, I think was very. It was fun. It was amazing. We had a blast, but I thought it was extremely predictable. I think this one is going to offer a little bit more excitement, or at least I hope it does. Yeah, I mean, it was Detroit Rock City versus Deuce versus Love Gun versus yep. I forget, yep. Come On and Love Me or something. Um, yep. But this year, it, uh, it's interesting because, you know, there are people, and we talk about it, and the Paul saying about what floor of the elevator you get off on and get on on. Yep. And that is, you know, guys like our friend Chris Jericho, he got on during the 80s. This is his wheelhouse. This is a lot of people's wheelhouse. I got back into Kiss during this time, the Asylum Analyze era. Those were the first CDs and cassettes I was buying. I know all these songs inside and out, all the way through, you know, grade school, junior high, high school, and college, Tom. These were the songs and albums I was buying. Yep. Uh, You know, and we, you know, obviously we trace back to the songs that we barely remember as a child and got into the makeup era. But I wasn't going to any concerts during the makeup era. These were the videos and stuff that I remember. No, you're right. And a lot of these songs, they didn't become favorites until later on. Like you said, you come back to a lot of these. Um, you know, I mean, every single song in this in this bracket, you know, maybe not every single song, but I, I, I would have no problem throwing these on right now in, in some way, shape or form. Um, it's just it's part of the Kiss catalog and they all have their place. Absolutely. We are looking forward to this. You will see us constantly promoting this. What we would like is for you guys to retweet, to constantly, you know, talk about it, debate it, comment, um, go out and vote on these polls. Let's make this as interactive as possible. Yep. The, the more the more interaction, the more votes we get, the more excitement we can get, the more arguments, the more people fighting over it. Be like, fuck you, Little Caesar is way better than you make me rock hard. Exactly. You know, the more we can get some of that toxic Facebook kiss. Oh, Jesus going. Christ. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yikes. Absolutely. And speaking well, of toxic Facebook groups, if you want to take a break from a toxic Facebook group. Come and join our Facebook group. Zeus mentioned it earlier. The Shout It Out Loudcasters on Facebook. Non-toxic Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for that, Tom. Um, anything else before we wrap this up? No, I think that's good. I'm excited to get it rolling. It's going to be good. Yeah. So keep voting, keep retweeting, and keep putting this out in social media, guys. Yep. So let's go on to questions, buddy. What do we got? So good timing here. We got a question. Now, this is not from Ed Spangenberg. This question comes from Click T Shop. So it's good timing for him. This okay. is what is your favorite kiss costume 
and which is your least favorite? I think we had this discussion. We talked about it a little bit before. Oh, no, actually, I think we did it. I think we actually did it as a poll. I think we asked yeah. people what they thought their favorites were. Um, uh, mine is a kind of a tie. I okay. love Peter's dest- uh, destroyer costume. Yep, the, with the arrow pointing down the open chest and yeah, stuff. yeah. I like that, and I also like Super Kiss Dynasty. I know it's amazing. I yeah. love that. You yeah. know. When you watch the Sure Know Something video, oh my and god, the way that, and, unbelievable! And just the way they're going nuts and stuff, it looks awesome. Ace spinning around with the cape, oh, Gene looking menacing with the eyes and the cape and the red yep. and the sharp colors, and Peter with the green on. Ah, oh. yeah, it's great. I agree. To me, my favorite will always be the Love Gun Alive Two era costume. That's just the greatest. I mean, obviously, I love them all. Least favorite for me. I mean, I know in the 80s they didn't have the makeup on, but they still had costumes. But what the fuck were you doing during the asylum era? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. just fucking brutal. I mean, it's funny. It's funny, but it's fucking horrible. Paul had those fucking bright, like, fiesta pants on awesome. with the feathers on. And then the sailor's cap in the all, all night video. Yeah. Brutal. And Gene with those fucking armband things. And the rouge. And like, yeah. Oh. And like on his cheek, it just. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. Now, now, in terms of like costume, if you're talking like makeup, I don't know because like, you know, the first couple, to- you know, they had that alive era and then destroy era is fucking insane. I mean, that that is right up there with the love gun for me. Um, um, I would say the elder for me, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just gonna. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. The costumes are all right, but Paul with the short hair and the fucking purple bandana, Gene with the little fucking quaff do, not good. Yeah, not good. Ponytail, like the hair pulled back. And Ace what? had that like skin tight one piece yeah. thing, <laughs> a little onesie he was wearing. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking brutal. Yeah, that that, that was. An, I mean, I love that. Era, I like the music, but that that outfit was just bad. Yeah, the ace thing is just. Oof. Yeah, that was bad. The creep, the creatures era is kick ass. That's pretty cool. The creatures stuff, but that elder stuff, oof, yikes, rough. Yeah, Gene had like the I like, works on Wall Street greased back, pulled back ponytail. Like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Just Paul, with, I just can't get past <laughs> that purple bandana. I'm like, what are you doing? You oh, just and those shoes. Where did you get that dress? It's awful on those shoes and that coat. Jeez. He looked like a his hair. He looked like a fucking brunette Lucille Ball in that hair, too. Oh, God. It's fucking awful. But I, I just, every time I look at those pictures, I'm like, all right, except for Gene's hair, he looks kind of badass. All right, Eric looks kind of badass. Paul, okay. And then Ace has, like, fucking, like, a pajamas on. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. It was just pretty bad. But that's a good question. Thank you, Click T Shop, for that one. That was a good one. Absolutely. So, how do people find us? We are on all the social medias. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have a new Facebook group that we've already mentioned before. Shout it out, Loudcasters. It's an open public group. Jump in, share some cool pictures, cool stories, videos, anything you want to talk about the band that we love. That's awesome. Um, we always say we're part of the very awesome Pantheon podcast pl- family. Go ahead. Say it. 
Depantio? There you go. <laughs> it always uh, sounds like it. I know. Yeah. yeah. What's well, alley one? Depantio. No, that's the wrong alley you got. What's his last name? Depantio. Depantio? Depantio. Tons of great, t- tons of great rock and roll uh, podcasts on there. Awesome, awesome stuff. So many great hosts and shows. Please check them out. Um, and we are on all the platforms that you can imagine. You know, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Um, they're all out there. And uh, Zeus always has something he likes to say about giving us those excellent reviews. Yeah. So we always ask that you guys can go on to itunes and give us one of those five star child reviews that helps move us up the charts it helps identify us to other people interested in these type of podcasts it promotes us it pushes us out there and gets us to more and more people more and more people gets us to get more and more guests gets us to get out there and do more and more fun stuff so guys we appreciate if you could go out there and give us one of those five star child reviews feel free to do that on Podchaser, youtube uh Spotify, anywhere you can leave a review, please do so. We really appreciate those. Um, the emails are fantastic. Um, we always love to, you know, get emails to us. And again, I don't, you know, the email is shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Um, of course, last week. Uh, we got some more comments. Uh, uh, our buddy Angelo was bombarding us with some uh, a million <laughs> emails. Um, yep. So we're going to hold off, buddy. We got to give somebody else in here. And then our uh, our other little friend here, uh, where is it? Um, Mr. Marty White here. <laughs> Which KISS podcast? I think he's replying to our KISS uh, trivia uh, episode. Which okay. his podcast listener is pissed that Zeus screwed him out of a cruise opportunity? Marty White, the bad ship, ship sink lollipop something dot. I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> what the whatever that is. Um, so I am on the Kiss Cruise, which is going to go in uh, in the fall, which. I don't know if it's going to at this point. Oh, it's well, um, in the fall. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with the kiss cruise. It'll be very interesting to see. I hope it can continues. I'm dying to go on my first kiss cruise, but I certainly don't want to be stuck out there with a million other kiss idiot fans and uh, quarantine with, uh, you know, with somebody with that, you know, pocket full of posters that I've picked up. In Belize, on the fucking way down, while I was chomping on some sandwiches, I picked up. Hey, you got some posters. Um, yeah, so um, please, guys, uh, keep giving us the emails, the reviews, and all that other fun stuff. We love it. Uh, I want to give a personal shout out to our buddy over there in uh, Mr. Joey Quesadilla. Whatever they called him, Joey Casada, uh, um, wants to uh, constantly give us some, you know, shots to the rib, buddy. New York is just not as good as Boston. You're gonna have to come to that reality. And I don't care if you were the wiffle ball champ at 
Robert F. Kennedy, Lincoln, fucking Nebraska, you know, junior high school. Your shit isn't good enough to beat me and Tom. And anytime you want to come out and do that and find out for sure, buddy, feel free to come out and do it. Wow, that sounds like that that sounds like a challenge to our buddy Joey Quesadilla. (laughs) 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 So (laughs) you you name the time and place, buddy. But in in another another in, in a serious note, guys, we talked about it. His book is out. It's unbelievable. It's a great read as a Kiss fan. It's you know you guys will absolutely love it. It's a fun uh, read. It's a great. It's a great Star book. With the dream. It's 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 excellent. It's now out as an audio, uh, yep. an audio format, and uh, I think Joe is the one that does it. Reads it. Uh, I don't care. I read the book. I need to have a physical copy, and uh, it's an excellent book. Tons of photos. Tons of great stories. It's a fucking long book, but you will not feel like it's a long book. No, it is it's a lot of fun. Full of good stories in there. Yep. So uh, check out Joey's book. And then uh, if he's uh, tough enough, maybe he can come out and uh, throw a couple meatballs to us and we can knock him out of the park at Fenway oh, Park. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, Tom, how do we end our shows? Famous last words, my friend. You got one? Well, in honor of this coronavirus, ooh, who cares? I'm in a trance. I got no hope. I don't stand a chance. But it's all right. Yes, it's all right. Nice. That's right, baby. Poetic. Hey, Tom, did you know this? It takes a hardworking lover to keep on towing the line. <laughs> I'll meet you under the covers. Oh, I get excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'd rather listen to that song. I think and I can't get hide it. <laughs> and then that one sister that sounds like a man goes, no, 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 no. She's the one going most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> So, thank you, uh, Tom. Thank you, Kiss Army. Be out, uh, look out for a Shout It Out Loudcast non-makeup madness tournament. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Enjoy, have fun, and uh, stay safe and wash your hands, people. Stay clean. And don't forget to wash your ass. Exactly. You got to wash your ass. Yep. Peace out, Girl Scout. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. 
Plus receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 